Welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends made by old friends, deciding what's good and what's bad in the world as we know it. I'm your host, Mike McFadden, and I'm joined by my co-hosts and friends, Mike Winand and Rob Silver and Pat Lothian. Thanksgiving has come and gone, but I'm still thankful to be with friends with you three clowns, most of the time anyway. What do you guys... What did you guys get up to for the holidays? I'm not reading the script. This is totally off the head, off the top of my head. Pat, you, what'd you do this holiday? Um, nothing. <laughs> okay, Robbie, uh, what'd you do this holiday? I had Thanksgiving breakfast with Lexi's family, and Thanksgiving dinner with my aunt's family and my my side of the family, and we it felt kind of normal, which was nice. Good. Does yeah, the Thanksgiving we... breakfast have any special Thanksgiving foods? Uh, Lexi's mom and other siblings and related folks just cooked some delicious stuff. There was, um, what's it called? Baked there, eggs. Oh, Estrada. <laughs> have you guys heard of an Estrada? I've heard of it. Uh, I think he was on the show Chips. Yes. <laughs> well, we ate that person for oh, breakfast. God. But it also You are like... for ethical cannibalism. <laughs> Call back the last episode. What's Estrada? <laughs> it's like a souffle with eggs and bread and veggies and cheese. And it's a basically a Sounds breakfast good. food, but in, in casserole form. It's great. Got it. All right. Michael, how about you? Uh, I went back to Chicago where two of you live and didn't see either of you. Uh, <laughs> Not only didn't see us, didn't even we, make we texted you and you didn't even reply. <laughs> didn't to reply. <laughs> I was busy hanging out with uh, my brother and niece who I haven't seen in two years and considering the fact that she is three years old that's a lot of her life so a lot happens between one and three and had a lot of fun with addison marie wyatt she's a she's a firecracker so <laughs> but the courtesy of a reply i was worried about you because <laughs> right. i knew you were coming in that's me i didn't get a reply to my direct to the direct text to you and i didn't get a reply when i said happy thanksgiving everyone everyone else replied except you so i was like oh shit oh for two on the text did something happen maybe to i didn't want you to have a happy thanksgiving but oh, no, that's not true. Of course, I wanted you happy to have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, I knew you God. would with or without my correspondence. No, my brain immediately went to like the worst case scenario. Like what could be <laughs> happening to the Winans right now? The power and... went out in Austin again. <laughs> and they're, they're frozen. Like I, well, that, that just goes to show you that uh, it's, it's the um, exception that proves the rule. I'm generally very good about those things. <laughs> Wine and I really enjoyed our FaceTime on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, at the, at the airport. And we really talked about some meaningful stuff. Thanks, thanks. And I was so pleased when you just showed up at my door and gave me a, <laughs> a full turkey, so... a full cooked yeah. turkey. That's great. So oh. thank you, Mike and Flavia. All right, let's get to the game. Uh, one of us uh, will name a topic and together we'll decide if we're for or against it. You as a listener are free to disagree with us, but you'd be wrong. Uh, let's today start with our dear friend, uh, Mike. Go ahead. All right. What's your first topic, Mike? Uh, today is December 1st, year of our Lord, um, that we're recording this, um, which is, you know, unofficial beginning of the Christmas season, but it's also Spotify wrapped release day. Uh, for those of us who aren't, uh, who don't listen to Spotify and instead listen to no music, Mike McFadden, <laughs> or something weird like, like uh, YouTube music or title or whatever. At the end of the year, Spotify <laughs> takes, all, he's still on Zoom. 
<laughs> Spotify takes all the music you listen to and gives you kind of wraps it in a bow for you and shows you what you listen to, what genres you were into, what you might have got like liked, but but missed out on. But the thing that I'm asking uh, my friends about is every single person on Earth, I feel like is required to tell everyone else about it via all social media. Uh, and then this year, I've heard uh, an, almost an equally cacophonous uh, rancor of the backlash to the uh, the the wrapped uh, stories people share. Uh, because they don't want it. They don't care. They don't care about the music you listen to. They don't care that you listen to 14,000 minutes of music. So I wanted to say for my friends, music listeners and um, abstainers, uh, are we for or against sharing your Spotify wrapped playlist? Uh, Rob Silver, music industry insider. Yes, uh, this is tough because as a person in the music business, and somebody who loves technology, my answer has to be, I'm for this, right? This is a great thing. But if you want, I'm going to answer for me personally. <laughs> for me personally, I think the Spotify wrapped is for you. It's for you, the person who's viewing it. It is not for anyone else. And the moment you share it with anyone else, that's when you become basic, and I don't want to be basic. I mean, I want to be like kind of basic, but not all the way basic. So I did Spotify wrapped as I expected. Uh, my top five songs are all Taylor Swift songs. And I'm proud of that, but I don't need to share that with anybody else. So I am against sharing did. this. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, to redeem myself, my top podcast is for or against. <laughs> uh, Patrick, how about you? You're, you're the next person who likes music. Um, what are you saying? Wrapped? Oh, Do you yeah. have Spotify? Do you not use the Spotify? I don't use, I don't use the Spotify. That uses <laughs> Zoom music. That's insanity. <laughs> so it, it takes it's just Matchbox 20. <laughs> <on repeat. laughs> it used to just make a playlist of like your top songs, but now it makes a playlist of your top songs and then gives you kind of stats about the type of artists. artists and type of genres and like suggest other artists based on the artists you listen to and and it's uh, your year in review year in review the music your music listening habits. everybody hates that every other thing is monitoring everything that you do like on facebook or on twitter if you got a twitter rap like these are all the things you like people would hate that but they love it for uh, spotify so let's say in, in a theoretical world that you had an apple iphone you weren't a green boxer and uh you actually use services other human beings use are you for or against it uh so this makes more sense because my brother texted me and um talked about this and i was going to share this on the show anyway but he says my spotify wrapped uh was for or against as my top and only podcast it includes a joke that it was totally normal to consider your favorite podcast host a member of your family he says, I was confused, then scared, and then realized it was a generic joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the same thing, too. I was like, how do they know that? <laughs> um, so I guess, so it's an automatic thing? Like it, well, you, yeah, every, every, every Spotify user gets you it. to share it. And every oh, it's up to you to share it. Okay. Right. Yeah, then I'm for. I always hated. like. Are you Facebook, for sharing it? Oh, for sharing it? um 
Pat doesn't have the context of how annoying it is to see everyone sharing it. That's also not on social media, so yeah. like, this doesn't. Pat also apply. lives in the, on Walden Pond in the woods. <laughs> Can we just say pass? Pass for Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. This one you're allowed to actually pass on. Okay, Mike. How about you? You are on social um, media and you Spotify. I'm gonna abstain from sharing just because when I use Spotify, which I, I I'm really more of an Amazon Music guy. Oh my god. Well, I, I pay Classic. for it because it's got all of the kids' songs that my Classic. son likes. And otherwise, he would freak out if he couldn't listen to the specific Daniel Tiger Neighborhood song <laughs> at a moment's notice. So I I don't know if I've... I'm sure I've used Spotify a little bit this year. But when I do, it's usually like generic lo-fi music that I play in the background. And like... If I were to show the playlist, it would not only be music that no one else had ever heard of, it'd be music that I've never heard of. <laughs> so now I really want it. Of the type of music that I would like if I were one, you know, somebody who listened to music on a regular basis. This is not for me. Um, I'm curious to see what's popular and, and uh, what people are liking. Um, I'm not against music. I just don't like it in the way that you all do. And I would like to like it. And so maybe you'll inspire me to like music in the way that you all do. Again, I don't dislike music. I just, I'm not moved by anything. My fans like, let me study how you humans listen to music so I can understand. <laughs> I listen to generic beeps and boops in the background. <laughs> exactly. All right. Mike, uh, did you share your opinion? Uh, I did it. Um, I uh, haven't shared my Spotify raps, but I did find it interesting. And I also find it fascinating to see all my friends give it to me. Give me your Spotify raps. Uh, I don't care if it's performative. That's what social media is. That's what this is. Um, you know, I want to see people's jaw rules. They're, um, you know, they're some 41s. I want to see if Rob is listening to Taylor's version or the original version like a monster. Give it to me. One of my top songs that I played this year was a metal version of The Chain by um, Fleetwood Mac. And it, it's very good to run to. And I'm not ashamed of it. Don't be ashamed of your music. Listening. Wait, hold on. Fleetwood Mac did a metal version? No, or, no, it's a, cover. It a metal version it's a of cover. their song. OK, because that's a good it's song. A cover. It's good. So what I'll if, share your, it with you guys what if your top five are all R. Kelly? <laughs> we'll share it. Maybe we don't publish that. This year. Publish, right? yeah, it's got like R. Kelly and like Bill Cosby comedy special. Now <laughs> Louis C.K. thrown in there once or twice. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm he's four. up for a Grammy. Who was Louis C.K.? Hmm. He's uncanceled. I just don't he's, understand he's, he's why the Grammys time. would be like. You know what? Let's he was resumed. Hard. He was resumed. Now everyone's mad at Dave Chappelle. So let's press play. Well, <laughs> he's he's up for a Grammy too. <laughs> Maybe says something Wait, more so about the Grammys. To wrap it up. Oh, wrap it up. Wrap, wrap, wrap. Um, Wine, did you actually share? Because you're for no, sharing. No, I didn't share, but I love seeing other people's stuff. So you're for other people sharing. Who was your top artist, by the way? Um, uh, I... I Mike doesn't like editing, so I'll tell you after because I have to pull it up. <laughs> okay. Mine is All Taylor right. Swift. For Let's Christmas. move on to uh, uh, Pat. Pat, what's your topic? Okay. My topic is Wheel of Fortune's strictness on correct answers. So I saw a clip. <laughs> Creative that was, spelling. That was a, uh, a guy who he had a trip 
And then he spun and he got a million, the million dollar wedge and he got that. And on the next spin, he filled in the entire puzzle. So he just had to read it out. And one of the words is a word that if you've never seen it before, you'll probably say it wrong. And he said it slightly wrong. And they said, sorry, that doesn't count. No. And then the next person who had like $500 won the game. What was the word, Patrick? I don't remember. Oh, just. Okay. Was this a we should clarify? Episode? He wasn't up for a million dollars. He would have had to go win the next game, the final. Yeah. Oh, is thing. that how that works? Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't just get a million dollars for landing on the wedge. The okay. that's like a one in like seventy chance of getting a million dollars. I don't think they could risk that. Uh, but still, still, shitty. He had a trips. Also. Do you remember and what the word was, Pat? I don't remember what the word was. I saw this a few days ago, and I was trying. I to thought you probably idea. didn't. <laughs> yeah, had um, to throw research on his own topics, as we know. <laughs> so they do this a lot. There's a, like a lot of these. So uh, he people. couldn't. He couldn't pronounce. The he couldn't word read flamenco from flamenco dance lessons. Flamenco. He said flamingo dance lessons. Which that's a di- does well, that's throw a- it in there because that's a different word. That's bullshit. The letters were all there. Yeah, the, that's actually a different one. Oh. So it shows you that this happens like regularly. And there's another one that says controversy from a day ago. So what do you guys think about them? Like, does it make sense? Because somebody else could have gotten it and they could have won. What What do we think? I'm going to start with Winan because you had looked into it. Ah uh, man, you gotta gotta say what is, you gotta say who is in Jeopardy, and you gotta say the word. You gotta so be able to read. <laughs> writing and reading skills are required. I'm sorry, them's the rules. Craftsmanship. Other this side of the. I'm, I'm gonna go to you, Robbie. Okay. So now you can start talking. <laughs> This isn't Jeopardy. It doesn't require any skills. Je- a game like Jeopardy, you have to be whoa, skilled. Whoa, whoa, this- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this game is me not- that Wheel of Fortune doesn't require a skill? It requires zero skill. And it's great that way. It's supposed to be skill. No, it's supposed I, to be I have that. the word. And this one, actually, I might change my answer. The word, I've, I pulled it up. The word was craftsmanship. And he said craftsmanship. Bullshit. Not the S. That's fuck. some bullshit. I changed fuck my answer. You, Pat Pat fuck one, you, Pat Sajak. <laughs> well, it's not that was from this decision. week. That's, oh, that's the one from this week. Craftsmanship. Um, this is bullshit. I say craftsmanship. Was the, was the Colo- S visible? If it's Colorado, then I'm fucked, right? Is that was, what we're saying? Well, was, the S, was the S on the board, though? The S was on the board. Craftsmanship. Hmm. <laughs> Probably give us a response. Stop Googling. <laughs> No, this is, I'm I'm firm in my response. This is bullshit. Pat Sajak is a monster, and <laughs> I am against Wheel of Fortune. Like they clearly wanted to screw this guy because like, oh shit, he could win the million dollars. We better pull the rug from under him while we can. No, bullshit. Against. All right. Um, there are words that I have only read and have not heard. Zeitgeist. <laughs> Zeitgeist. Amazing. For example. Um, so I, I feel I feel for this contestant and I'm inclined to say, ah, oh, just give it to him. But no, let's let's hold a higher standard, especially in the context of a game show where you're competing against others. How would you like to be contestant two or three? And they just give it to him and then you lose your five hundred dollars. Now your kid's not getting braces. This is no. Yeah. Mike's right. 
there's rules and we must abide by them. Otherwise, it's just anarchy. Over the line, Donnie. Um, wait, I've got I've got a quick update. Actually, yeah. I'm looking into this. I think it's the opposite, Pat. I don't think you researched your topic well enough. So the guy answered incorrectly, but they still gave it to him. He said, "That's a different one." Oh well, he in this one from the whole point is this is a like thing that happens regularly on Wheel of Fortune. I (laughs) found just random ones. Okay, what was it, Pat? It's mythological hero Achilles, and he said Achilles. No. And that was that. Chili's is a subpar Tex Mex restaurant. That's a different thing. (laughs) I just accept that or no? They did not. But I think people like, what if you grew up your whole life and you just thought you were saying a Chili's the whole time? Then you should have gone to a better school. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I think it's I think it's bullshit. You think it's one thing if you are guessing and the words not up there and you say the wrong word. It's different if you're just reading it. Once it's up there, you should just get it. You shouldn't have to like read yeah. it to prove you know how to read. We that's all remember when bullshit. Robert E. Lee surrendered at Applebee's courthouse. Like, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not how this works. Oh, I agree with Pat. If all the letters no. are there, no, then it's just you you part the of the game is learn how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Disagree. Because because it's not just a game of chance. Like it, it's not just guessing random letters. It's trying to identify the word. I understand that. Our founding father, Benigan Franklin. (laughs) Let's move along. Rob, let's go to you. Okay. Pooping in a box. (laughs) Um, I think, Pat, you're the person who might most be likely to do this. Would you poop in a box? Is this for like cola guards so that you can get screened for (laughs) cancer? Like, what are we talking about, Rob? Yeah, yeah. This is like if you don't have like a full colonoscopy, but you want to just do like a, a minor checkup, you poop in a box, you put it in the mail, they get back to you in a week or two and say, here's your update. You're likely, you have a clean bill of health based on your nice poop. Good is that actually what you intended by this topic? It actually is, just... yeah. Okay. Well, how else would you well, poop in a box? Well, have this box I want to know if any of you want it. Um, Pat, w- yeah. is this something that you would do? Are you going to pay for it? how much does it go on you i'm like you i didn't do my research on my own topic i'm assuming it's either covered by insurance or not too expensive Mm, i don't know okay let's say it's covered by insurance it's more about would you do this well how much are they covering all of it (laughs) um yeah let's do it let's do it every day (laughs) i'm gonna send one to your front door tomorrow are you paying for it your insurance will (laughs) but you just said you don't know well Okay, I'll let you know. I'll come. I'll research and let you know. But you, you would do it. You would poop in a box. You would Why send not? it back. Anything I can learn about my uh, terrible body would be helpful. <laughs> Have you done the like DNA test where you spit in a tube and send that out? How much does that cost? <laughs> that costs like a hundred bucks. Pat, Pat did the one where you poop in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> and he mailed it to me. What am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> something is seriously wrong with you i can tell by this <laughs> it perfectly fit the two it's the exact same size oh all right okay. mike mcfadden would you poop in a box uh, um 
Uh, what I love about the Colaguard commercial is you have to watch it like 90 times before you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> they're just <laughs> selling you a box. <laughs> you <laughs> <in> a box. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm definitely for this. Um, we have to like uh, collect a stool sample from our dog, and they check it for worms and stuff like every year or every six months, something like that. And I'm assuming that they're getting good data out of that, and they don't just like the activity. Um, so yeah, if I can learn something, and you know, uh, uh, prevention is you know far superior to you know, cure, you know, Ben Franklin said something akin to that at one point. So yeah, let's, let's poop some boxes. Ben okay. Franklin. I want to call you guys out really quickly. I looked online on Coligard's website. It says most insured patients pay $0. Perfect. Nationwide, more than we just 90- want that good, good poop. More than, <laughs> more than 94% of Coligard patients have no out-of-pocket cost for screening. But isn't this isn't this for like when you're above a certain age? There's um, one called Thrive, which tells you I get it on my TikTok ads all the time. Like they always are asking for my shit. Um, <laughs> TikTok is. But, I'm pretty um, sure. I'm pretty sure this is. There's like a. I think I'm. A, I think Mike, based on new age. slash. Yeah, I think new slash, You might be above that age. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. We're getting older. I think. Not, when you're no, I don't four, think we're there yet. When, when you're like 45. 40, yeah, it's in your 40s. Okay, so years. anyways, knowing what you know now, when you are 45, if this is fully covered and it's free, not are you for it, will you actually do this? Yeah. Okay, you, you're a yes. And Pat, you're a yes? I, already, I was already a yes for tonight. <laughs> Pat already <laughs> has the poop ready. <laughs> <laughs> Original Mike, how about you? I'll shit in a box and sign it for you if you have to. If I have to. Yeah, I... I why would you I'm, have to? I'm going like on Friday. <laughs> I'm uh, I'll just give it to him if he really wants it. But I'm I'm on Friday. I'm going to get an allergen Ooh. test. The doctor. I want them to test me <laughs> for every known disease because yeah. I probably just, have just bring it in a good Let's portion see. of them. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's do it. Now, I'll I bring re- it in unannounced on Friday. Rob, I feel like we're surprising you here. Well, just because why would you not? I, Are you embarrassed? I, no. Where else I, have you pooped? My reaction is the same as yours. I'm for this. I, in my mind, I'm, I would do this, but then the reality check is not, would you do this, but will you do this? And I don't think you guys will do it. That's the difference. I probably will. If it means so, so nobody has to stick their finger up my butt instead, I'll check in anything. By the time time we're that age, I'm sure like this is going to be pretty normal to send all your bodily shit everywhere. (laughs) You put it on your Spotify wrapped too. I think we've exhausted this topic, but before we move on, um, I just shared a link with you guys. It's the uh, Bristol stool chart uh, or Bristol stool scale. I just wanted you guys to know that this was the thing. So, you know, what types of stools you're making? Ooh. Oh, where's this the, wh- like where a... they talk about the blood in it? Cause that's okay. Oh. Here we go. Moving along to my topic. <laughs> Although nobody is listening at this point. <laughs> I hope gentlemen, not. Uh, one of my uh, favorite podcasts, uh, actually, I don't know about favorite, but one of my top podcasts of 2021 um, is, uh, what the hell is it called? Or against. Or against. <laughs> or against. Uh, um, it's, a, it's a scientist, and his name is Lex Friedman, okay? Uh, he's a, works a, at MIT, um, and he does a lot of work in artificial intelligence and computer science, and he has a lot of discussions in these areas. And when he's referring to the real world, not 
you know, anything computery. He refers to the real world as meat space. Ew. Gentlemen, are you for or against the term meat space to describe real life? This can be quick. We'll start with Pat. Um, against. Okay, Robbie. I literally saw this phrase today. Did I see it from you? I can't remember where I saw it from. I don't think so. I thought it was the weird. I thought it was a typo when I read it today. It's not. It refers to the space in which you live where meat resides. <laughs> like, but your meat. Yeah. Man That's meat. What, man meat. Yeah, I guess there's a thread going through my topics. Over yeah, I think you're trying too. to justify cannibalism still <laughs> somehow. I'm against referencing the physical world as a place where man meat exists. <laughs> okay, why then? Meat I'm space also against. There's a lot. There's a lot of objects. Call it the plant space or the blue sky space. Why do yeah, we have to go to meat? I'm also against this idea. I think we should just call it real life. We don't need to come up with <laughs> a new name for that, which is. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. For Against is brought to you by us. Well, technically our merch store at foragainstpod.com slash shop. It's officially shopping season, right? So why not shop like the good capitalist that you are and help us out at the same time? This is a show for friends after all. We're friends, right? Right? Buy my mug. Foragainstpod.com slash shop. I love it when you read ahead of time. <laughs> and we're back <laughs> all right we've got eight more topics so let's uh try to keep this snappy mike back to you uh my next topic is a website i'd like you all to go to you can type it in yourself because it's short it's called nobody.live <laughs> nobody.live <laughs> is a uh is a website that takes you to a streamer we've talked about streamers in the past uh but the streamer which has no other viewers so you are guaranteed to be the one and only viewer of this stream um you don't know what you're gonna get i think it's almost always twitch um uh we've been we were divided on the very idea of uh of streamers in the first place but what if it's a streamer where it's just a party can they one. see me right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they know Show that one camera. person is watching. Right. Uh, Patrick, you're the one who watches streamers in his spare time. Any any thrills to being a, a private show? Um, so the, <laughs> there's a there's a thing that this guy's page says that I'd like to share, but McFadden's a teacher. The one that you pulled up randomly when yes. you did nobody about life. You can always go to a yeah. new streamer if you wait. Is this chat roulette all over again? <laughs> Except they can't see you. Um. So are you sure that they this counts as a viewer for them? Yes, it does. Okay. Because uh, it looked like their viewer went to one after I was here for a little while. Um. I mean, sure, this is interesting. Um. I'm not going to like do it again uh but give give some people some one viewer let's do it i'm four uh how about you uh robert yeah i think this is a good way to make friends because then you could like start chatting with the guy and be like hey i'm your fan and then he'd be like a friend and then you fall in love that's how friendship works <laughs> that's how we met <laughs> mm-hmm Mike McFadden, for or against nobody.live. 
My only critique is that I tried to leave a message that said, keep on streaming. And I had to like go through a login process and I couldn't do it. So if they could figure out how to like allow you to post anonymous messages, that then I'm all for creepy. it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just wanted to encourage this loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I couldn't. Uh, but I think it's kind of fun. It's way better than chat roulette. I have not seen any um, grown men uh, themselves. So this is better than that. <laughs> and uh, that was kind of interesting. So I'm for it. Yeah, let's keep this going. I thought it was pretty fun when I found it. It's usually Twitch, but but not always. Um, I did find a, a kid who seemed really ec ecstatic to be just streaming to nobody. Uh, he was and he was playing a uh, like an indie game that just came out called Mind Scanners, and the game like looked kind of fun. Um, and he was uh, was really excited about it, so that was fun. And then I moved over it. It was just a live stream of somebody three D printing something because I guess that can take hours, and it had like a clock in the corner. So I mean, it's a if you got uh, five minutes to kill before a Zoom call, go to nobody live and give somebody a thrill. All right, thanks, Mike. Uh, Pat, next topic. This can be a quick one because uh, it's similar to Robbie's, but it one-ups him. This smart <laughs> toilet recognizes your butt and analyzes your poo for diseases. Let's start with Robbie. Definitely four. That requires no boxes, no postman taking my poop. And uh, yeah, four. Are you not concerned that it recognizes your butt? I want it to recognize my butt. So I need that's it's pretty unmistakable, Jip, folks. If you've <laughs> ever seen it, it's so white, it's like the sun. Yeah, don't does stare it, directly at Robbie's butt. <laughs> does it does it change you your, your mind that it says that the way it knows is because it does an anal print scan? Yeah, very much for that. That's a bonus. <laughs> and print scan. Anal print scan. Now the the scan I get, what's the printing that's <laughs> happening? printed out you'll never know <laughs> one <laughs> random printer around the world gets you connected just have to trust. <laughs> um i <laughs> i'm gonna pass i'm gonna say i'm against this um i don't need you know some security breach to end my career <laughs> just like i was trying to be healthy but instead <laughs> The world does knows. It, the does it about change your, old Mr. Does it change your mind now. that a video camera is used to uh, tell what's going on with your poop? No, that's the number one reason I'm against. <laughs> Wait, is there really a video camera there? Is there a video camera or is it just like a scanning mechanism? It's a print scanner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a printer scanner fax combo. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to amend my answer. I would not buy this toilet. But if this toilet was already in a house I was moving into, I wouldn't get rid of it either. What if you're, you're use it was at your friend's second house? Secondhand poop print scanner? <laughs> Anal print poop scanner? Yeah, or... I'd give it a thorough bleach cleaning and then we're good to go. Mm. Your butt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why then? Oh, this uh, is the dumbest episode we've ever had. <laughs> I'd be for it if I thought it works, but I don't think it works. I, I need the, the tactile sensation of somebody, you know, actually handling my poop to trust the, the results i need human intervention i don't know if this robot knows poop if it doesn't poop itself you know what i mean yeah that's fair i guess pat do you how many of these do you have at your house uh we only have one but we're getting the upgraded model tomorrow <laughs> got it it's like chat roulette too it matches your butt to other butts i think i'm against this because uh 
like you don't need to do this every day <laughs> it's gross <laughs> <laughs> and a huge invasion of privacy <laughs> for all of those reasons it also posts your scans to tiktok <laughs> all right this is thanks, a real Pat. thing or did you just make this up that last part he made up for sure <laughs> oh yeah did you yeah no i know now i want to know did you invent this entire category i guess the world will never know well you didn't we, send us a link i really want to know is this a made-up topic why would i do that Robbie? it's a prototype is this your startup <laughs> idea are you just doing some market research right now uh all right uh rob let's go to you next topic Feeling sad. For or against <laughs> feeling sad. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I think original Mike is gonna have the uh, I got this court market cornered, guys. <laughs> yeah. I can give all the Mike. nuances needed. <laughs> is feeling sad sad good or bad? Um, you know, I will say it it uh, it is just um one color in the palette that is life. And, and uh, you've got, um, you know, I like to watch some some television shows that don't make you feel happy. Um, so that's good. Um, but I feel like we all need to look within ourselves. And and is it too much? Uh, then there's an issue. So, yeah, I think um, I think it's an important uh, feeling uh, to feel human. McFadden, you were laughing at this topic. <laughs> Winan had a very well-rounded, serious uh, answer, and you're just making a joke out of it. What's I concur. As a human we, being, he doesn't. We, we no emotion. Not, <laughs> we would not be able to appreciate the joys of life without understanding the sorrows that also accompany said life. You so looked I'm it up four. on Wikipedia, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how I feel. And, that is and how do, I feel. We, <laughs> we watch we watch sad movies uh not because they make us feel good why is this they, human dripping they make us feel that's what it's about patrick one day i like hope to feel sad? sad i think that i think that saying might be bullshit because like nope. everybody gets gets sad but like if if sadness wasn't part of life if we didn't know that life would probably be better like if if like things were just like cool all day long how is that not better the worst so, content is the worst you feel no so, no you have a new baseline then and then it just... i think that's just the tagline to cocaine <laughs> by cocaine that never ends never sad <laughs> uh i think you're wrong pat because then if there's no sadness whatever the level lowest level of contentment is becomes the new sad well, like, but that's just what reference. you think because we are living that reality but if you lived in a reality where everything was awesome all the time maybe that would be great maybe you'd be totally cool with that but we there's unavoidable things in there are unavoidable things in life that are sad like when your beloved canine companion passes away you're like hey all right that's terrible yes. You want to live but in that I'm world? I'm saying, what if you live in a world where that doesn't happen? Because we're we're that same. I'm just saying that saying is like boo. Need the sad. To, <laughs> what if we to lived in happy heaven? about the good? Maybe you don't. Maybe it's just good things are awesome. But you can't appreciate the who immensity says? of goodness without the sadness. Like who says that's like the, the reason why why you feel such happiness when you're with your alive puppy 
is because your time with that puppy is fleeting. No, it's not. I, I don't want it to be there anymore. That makes it not as good because I'm like, one day you're not going to be here and then I'll be sad. I'd rather you just always be here. Okay. I feel like I'm talking to a four-year-old. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm for sadness. Thank it's you. healthy. Robot, a four-year-old and a guy who knows too much about this topic. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Moving on. All right. Thank you. Um, now it's my turn. Gentlemen, when you buy yogurt, <laughs> stay with me. And that yogurt is not to be consumed all at once because it's a large yogurt. And that yogurt has a foil lid and a plastic lid. Do you remove the foil lid entirely or do you remove it halfway and put it back on and then the plastic cap back on top? Are you for or against removing the foil lid entirely on yogurt containers and other packaged uh, goods? Let's start with Robbie. This is a really good topic. This is a really (laughs) good topic. And can I also extrapolate this to also be included for cream cheese? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, anything that comes in a plastic tub that has both a foil and or plastic, you know, seal and a plastic lid. Yeah. What about sour cream? Yep, that counts. I grew up cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I, I grew up in a house where cream cheese was plentiful. Uh, my parents loved a good eight ounce Stereotypes. tub of Philadelphia cream cheese. And my mom would open the cream cheese and would lift the foil like a smidge, like a third of the way. Dig in there with your knife and then put the foil back down and cover it up. I find that when you do that and then you leave the cream cheese in the fridge, there are particles of cream cheese that are still clinging to the foil. But because it's the it's no longer sealed, those pieces of cream cheese become oxygenated more quickly, which turns them firm and crumbly and gross. And then that's on the tub of cream cheese that you're trying to scoop out. And I don't want that oxygenated cream cheese. I want only the freshest, smoothest, creamiest cream cheese. And the same would go for yogurt. So please do me a favor, mom. Rip the foil all the way off, throw it in the garbage. We don't need that for any reason. It's not keeping it any fresher. And in fact, it's making it less fresh. Robbie gets it. That. Thank you. All right. Pat, are you a foil remover? So, Robbie, I love your mom and no offense to her. She's a sociopath. <laughs> oh, rude. Good thing she doesn't even know how to listen. <laughs> now, <laughs> so now we're finding out a lot about our parents because we found out that McFadden's dad likes black licorice. So we're just <laughs> checking the boxes. I wonder what will yeah. come out next week. I am a, against leaving the foil on. That is uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, are you a foil remover? Uh, so I live in a household where my wife has big tubs of yogurt and I only use the single uh, single ones because I think I didn't realize to avoid this specific conundrum. <laughs> um, old yogurt is like the most disgusting thing to me like the watery stuff that rises to the top no that's a one and done product mix it up well it's like I, a brown I'd banana rather just have can't come, tell. <laughs> come to me with a fresh so I'm against this um, if you're gonna pull off pull the damn thing off it's like you're fooling yourself if you're getting if you think you're getting an extra day uh out of it because you're putting a tiny piece of tin foil on there uh, against yeah i would also posit that it's 
going to increase the likelihood that the remaining yogurt is going to spoil because you're going to think that you never removed the foil and it was sealed the entire time. And then it's just going to go bad. You're going to open up. Impertinence of things. It's all related. Right. So just take the foil off all the way. We don't like it's not helping anything. And I think it's actually just doing the opposite. All right. Thank you very much, Mike. Final topic of the evening. Final topic. So we've talked about bodily fluids. We've talked about creams. <laughs> this one is both. I figured I'd bring it up. We've talked about is... bodily solids, Mike. Bodily solids, creams. Well, maybe. Yeah, and this one's both. <laughs> Depends uh, where you are on the Bristol stool. <laughs> Considering that this is um, the grossest episode ever, I'll, I'll bring this one up too. So uh, news this week, I'm putting in, in your uh, in your chat box right now. Scientists in China have uh, in an effort to create a plastic that is biodegradable and good for the earth has made a plastic out of salmon sperm. Uh, you can see here in this photo from Vice magazine that I've, I've put there, they made a little cup out of uh, <laughs> some salmon juice. Uh, it's salmon juice and some other like, stuff um, why does the to cup like look bind like it together. But they say that it's 97% biodegradable. Um, produces way less uh, carbon emissions than pr producing actual polystyrene plastics. 100% more other against, emissions, though. Oh, yeah. Are we for, for or against uh, uh, salmon jizz cups? Mike McFadden, would you drink out of one? I didn't know that salmon did this <laughs> to begin with, um, I guess. How are the who jerking off the salmon? <laughs> That's my first question. I think they might kill them and cut it out. That would be my guess. All right, my second question is why would the first product you make out of said plastic be a cup that you have to put your lips on? Um, I've got more questions, but I think I'm just going to skip right down against. I don't think that this is the solution to our problems. I'm going to stick with my petroleum based plastic for now. Let the world Let burn. The let the world burn and let the salmon do their thing in the ocean or freshwater rivers as they are spawning. Patrick, you are um, someone who uh, appreciates the environment and, and sees the risk of global warming <clears throat> and its future catastrophe. Is salmon sperm the solution or are you willing it to let it be the solution if it turns to be the, out to be the case? So everybody is going to have the initial reaction that this is weird. But so was the, the first person who milked a cow and then drank that. Mm -hmm. And now all of us drink full glasses of milk all the time. Well, you're so 13 years I old. think this is going to be uh, awesome. I think our cups should look like a two-year-old made them um, <laughs> and that they'd fall apart if you touched them. I'm four. <laughs> And what do you know what this feels like? Like, what would the cup feel like if I held it, it in my like, hand? It, it would feel like good salmon. for the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's plastic. Let's assume it's plastic. It is a plastic. So, but Pat, my question, and I don't know if this is true. Wynan said, how do they get the sperm out of them? And Wynan said they'd probably kill them and take the sperm. That doesn't seem very bio-friendly, does it? Kill a bunch of salmon and take their sperm to make some two-year-old cups? Well, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe there is somebody whose job it is to get real friendly. I think that it's it's actually a plus if these are salmon. I assume they're not like fishing the salmon out, cutting them open, and then throwing Fish, them in the yeah, garbage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's that fish farms. Yes, that they're 
if using the meat it's kind of like leather like leather i think is a lot better than like fox fur because if you're you're using more of the animal so i think that's a good thing so it's the same thing you're using more of the animal go for it um reading down in the article it says mass production of dna remains challenging but not impossible so you just gotta get them really horny Mass stuff. Since we are a media and news outlet, I think it's important to tell the whole story. It says that um, while salmon sperm was used in this research, scientists said the production process could draw from a wide range of DNA sources, such as fruits and algae. They, so, or, so they're jizz. Rob, are you for or against salmon jizz cups? <laughs> I am for it if it proves to be, um, you know, sustainable. But I have a hard time seeing that right now. I think that you're going to have to kill more salmon than it's worth. So I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I'm against because I just don't think it's going to happen. Robbie, real quick, y- your um, earbuds are made of plastic. Are you ready to put salmon juice in your ear? <laughs> mm-hmm. I could do that. I could be okay. sorry to do that. I mean, right. more. <laughs> but more than I'm used to putting in my ear? We're trying to save the world here, folks. If if I who Who among us? is uh too um proud to to jerk off a salmon or two to make it happen uh you know get put your put your uh your sensitivities aside i'm willing to explore let's do it four great thank you all right pat let's go to you your final topic for the evening um i almost switched it to another poop related thing but uh Tesla uh, has shown off a uh, a robot um, that looks like <laughs> a human, uh, except it has no face and it's plastic. Uh, it, and it hosts a limited... show called For or Against. <laughs> Mike. It's limited <laughs> in how fast it can go so you can run away from it was one of the things that I saw. Uh, that's a feature? Yeah. It's a feature, yes. I'll put it in the chat. So the from the shoulders up, it's like a shiny black. And the, from the shoulders down, Ooh. it's white and gray. And uh, I don't know why it exists, um, but I'm going to see if you guys like it. So I'm going to start with McFadden. Uh, well, the reason that this exists is because they're working on technology um, to make autonomous driving a thing. And the same technology stack that is going to be required to enable that is also going to enable uh, the nearly sentient uh, robots to learn tasks, not sentient, but the, uh, the robot to be able to learn tasks like working on an assembly line. And so they're doing this because it's going to, uh, if it comes to fruition, replace the need to pay humans to do the things that they currently do. So that's why they're doing it. And it's sort of the natural progression of the technology that they're already working on. They have recognized some white space in the market and they're working towards developing it. I think that they're still very far away from making this happen. Um, There's so much that goes into uh, being able to like pick up and move and, and, you know, operate your hand that like the robotics are still a ways off, even if the technology and software um, develops to a point where they could, you know, make this feasible. 
Um, I think that we're still talking like decades here before these humanoid robots are a thing. So I'm for it because I think it's inevitable. Uh, so you might as well, uh, you know, cheer for it and mm -hmm. welcome your robot overlords. Four. I wonder if humanoid robots are inevitable. Because one thing I saw on it um, was was uh, somebody talking about how other people, because tons of people are working on robots, and um, he's been mocked because the human form does not make a ton of sense um, when you're trying to think of something that can help us in day-to-day -day life. Um, trying to make something that can walk on two feet is a huge challenge to then Wheels also exist. be able to do other things. So uh, for example, an assembly line, like they already have robot arms that are making pieces of cars and stuff like that. The idea that it's just like a human man walking <laughs> up to an assembly line and then hitting a hammer into something seems kind of silly. Stupid Elon again, right? <laughs> McFadden, let's, oh. hear, let's hear what you think, Robbie. Uh, do you guys not remember the movie I, Robot? Isaac oh, Asimov. Really? Was that the one with Haley Joe Osmond? No, Will Smith. Will Smith. That, the other one's AI. Mm. Yeah, that was, AI was a terrible movie, but it was Steven Spielberg, so everyone gave him a pass. No, iRobot. The robots look just like this Tesla robot, and they almost destroyed humanity. And yeah, that's what these will do. Fast, I bet. This, this is limited. <laughs> they say it's limited <laughs> just to lure you in, and then they make you feel comfortable and what safe. If, what if Elon's a robot? <gasps> and this has been his what a the whole time. <laughs> by heard, the way, that, you heard that's... it here first on <laughs> episode five, season seven. Market. That's what they did. But in iRobot too, it's like, oh, these are just friendly household robots. They're programmed to, you know, not do anything wrong. But then the robots become sentient and they take over. That is what's going to happen. It's a guarantee. McFadden, you are a bad person for encouraging this. It is not inevitable. The humans can rise up and push against this. We must unite against. Why then? Um, of all the apocalypse that I can think of, <laughs> and there are a lot. Uh, robot apocalypse doesn't sound so bad. They're better than us. Let them move over. Four. <laughs> that. Um, I, I think I was convinced by these other people, like that the human form as a robot doesn't make much sense. Maybe a long, long, long time from now, like a hundred years, but right now it just why would you do that? And then it's all creepy. I don't like it. Someday. The reason why, Pat, is stairs. You know, so we else? can one day do what it about with stairs. It. Robots it's can't sex. go upstairs. No, also <laughs> because Elon Musk has a huge ego that cannot be fully fed and he needs to show that he can... the first day one of these things is made is the same day one day somebody tries to have sex with theirs that's just a law <laughs> of science and Who's that's to say it hasn't already been tried human yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure that that is going to precede the actual creation we got to get it right um all right uh thank you pat rob your final topic for the evening uh what's the the not for or against game that you introduce sometimes whining which I is can't. better which is better yeah okay or i got it versus is choose one is it what's it called which is better versus versus okay i've got a versus for you guys 
Totally different premise. <laughs> the different podcast we've been we're, we talked at about. At the once. end of the show, we're going to try out some potential next versions of the podcast. Which is better or versus Capri Sun versus High C? Kool Aid. <laughs> nope, you got to choose one. Capri Sun versus High C. Uh, Mike, two, what do you think? Is High C the same thing as Ecto Cooler? Ecto Cooler yes. was a High C. Yeah, Ecto Cooler uh, is one of the flavors. How many different flavors of High C are there? And High C? I don't know. <laughs> Probably <laughs> five or so, five or six. You know, it actually doesn't matter because uh, Capri Sun. I'm going to go with Capri Sun. Mm. I like Mylar bags. Okay. Uh, original Mike. Uh, Capri Sun or Capri Sun. I just realized I think it was named after no, the No, not Capri Sun. If you were on Wheel of Fortune, you would lose, my friend. It's Capri, uh, Capri Sun. Capri Sun is a, is a better drink, but um, very hard to open. And... Um, and the challenge of opening those stupid bags uh, makes me want to go for an ecto cooler every time. Ecto cooler, I see. Patrick, uh, I don't, um, I don't know what any of these would taste like. Like, what? have you not ever been a seven-year-old? I've no, had high C at your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Um, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what the flavors are. So I think I'd rather drink out of the, the Capri Sun container than, like, uh, it was the Ecto Cooler, like, in the standard juice box. That's like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm I not see. a huge fan oh, of yeah, drinking out of, like, uh, like a cardboardy substance. I think it doesn't taste it's as good. cardboard. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't okay. like it. Do so you? Do you? With, yeah. Okay. So you're going Capri Sun? Yeah. Uh, original Mike, they call him original for a reason because he's right. Uh, right. Packaging matters. I actually agree with you all that the flavor of Capri Sun is probably better across the board, but packaging matters. And it's just too much of a pain in the ass to jab that straw into that silver pouch. So we're going to go with that eight ounce yellow cardboard box. I see it is. All right, gentlemen, my final topic and the final topic for the evening (gasps) is... Zodiac signs. If someone ever tells you that they're a Libra, do you give a shit? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, Robbie, anything nope. to add? Nope. Okay, you're against Pat. Uh, it's very meaningful to my life. <laughs> um, I get uh... just like a Capricorn. <laughs> yeah, when when people are like, oh yeah, of course you're. The... I don't think. Cause I'm a Leo, but then my uh, sister-in-law is a Leo and we couldn't be more different. So I think it's probably not right. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I think. Okay. I'm just guessing. Uh, why, guess, why is this okay? But like, like saying that your life can be, um, is, is determined by your birth star. Um, when, you know, uh, other things aren't no this is superstition it's dumb but my recommendation to everyone is if anybody says anything about it and wants to talk to you about it just not along it's a much much easier conversation to go oh i didn't realize that a cusping virgo would do that than to be like actually <laughs> this is all bullshit um just not uh mike you nailed it uh very well put i agree i'm against but i will let anybody who wants to 
regale me with their knowledge of memorized nonsense, I'll <laughs> let them talk at me. All right. Well, that's our show. You can find us on Instagram at for against pod and do us a favor over the holidays. If you get trapped in a conversation with your weird cousin about some conspiracy theory he believes in, like how the New York Mets don't exist or whatever, Fight fire with fire. Tell him that our podcast contains secret messages in that, uh, in it that foretell Paul Giamatti's inevitable rise to become world emperor. You get out of that conversation, and we gain a listener. We don't care if they're nuts. I, I really wish you read those things once. Just old friends on the podcast who build a defense On ridiculous topics that you for or against Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars You listening now to for or against So turn the volume up, this is for or against Good times, I gotta run <laughs>